This is Brett Barish, CEO of Sovereign Brands, and you're listening to Self Made. Take it outside. Take it out. It's time change. Time changes later. It stays lighter later. Yeah. You got to take advantage of. Yeah. It. See, that's my favorite part, honestly, though, about the summer. Like, I think is the longer days and it being warmer out. You can sit outside. So we got to keep. They got to vote. The politicians got to keep it permanent. I agree with Tell you. <laughs> but Beja, love. I love. We get to talk. Um, yes. I, I get to interview, and I gave out lots of shout-outs to all the people I've interviewed in the past. Yes. And I get to start with them the same way I'll start with you. What does self-made mean to you? Self-made to me, it means to me, like, just really doing it on your own. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's nothing wrong with having a little help, but I also feel like, you know, just when you're self-made, you kind of appreciate things a little bit differently. So for me, it's just, like, really – really kind of getting on your grind and really figuring out what you want for yourself and the other people who's supposed to help you they'll come later on down the line but it really is about like getting it going for yourself you gotta lead it you gotta lead exactly when when uh well i'm jumping ahead but i'll ask when you're with the the your group omg yeah and you leave like, the hardest problem for me was I don't think I could have done it alone. Yeah, I needed yeah. somebody else. I needed somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Did you feel like I can do this on my own? How did you take that leap? Um, well, I'm not going to lie. It really wasn't easy. It was definitely um, a little bit of an internal struggle because I had those same feelings like, I don't want to do this by myself or can I do this by myself? But I also feel like my passion for music really drove me to have this will to be like, okay, we don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to get it done. Like the people who need to be a part of what's going on, they'll just come to me naturally as I keep working. So I think like it definitely was like a crazy leap and it wasn't an easy one, but I feel like I learned a lot about myself, like just in figuring out how to be on my own, you know? Like when I think back to when I started this company, uh, my issue was uh, there's so many things I wanted to do. I never picked anything. Yeah, that makes sense. And one day it wasn't it wasn't that anything happened. Yeah. It was just one day I finally said I got to do it. Yeah, like can, is that relatable at all? Like I just got to go do it. Yeah, I, it's it's definitely relatable for me because again, like I had this passion for it, and I wasn't gonna let my fear of not being able to do it stop me from doing it. So I was like, you know what? We're going to dive in head first, get this thing done by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I ended up doing. Um, but I, I definitely can relate to that. Cause where, where do you think that comes from, by any means necessary? Like, um, uh, how, do you get, how do you get dirty, if you know what I mean? How do you yeah. get down there and just, uh, screw it, I got to do it all? Um, I think kind of, that kind of comes from, like, what's been instilled in me, like, just by my parents and, like, you know, my grandmother, my mom, my dad. Like, they were just always go-getters they were always constantly you know pushing the envelope and going after what they wanted and i mean i watched my parents do so many like amazing things things that i really i don't know if i could have did it especially back then like during the recession and that whole thing so i think by any means necessary i just it was instilled in me like 
I just never, ever have been raised to quit or to stop. And I think as I've gotten older and become a woman, I just feel like for myself, it's like, I'm not a quitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to figure it out. So it just, that that's really where that drive and that hunger comes from. So where did music come in? So, okay, so I've always sang. Ever since I can remember, I've wanted to be a singer. But I started professionally at 12. When I was a kid, I always did, like, school plays and recitals and choir and everything like that. So when the opportunity with the OMG Girls came, um, it was just kind of like, ooh, this is what I want to do. And we really were only supposed to do it for, like, an episode. And then the episode aired, and everybody was, like, trying to book us, and they really liked the group. So we actually, you know, continued it. But... Um, once I started, you know, professionally with the girls, it just catapulted me into a whole different, you know, stratosphere just within music. And so when we disbanded, I was lucky enough to have met people throughout my journey who I could call on and kind of be like, okay, like, I need a record and I kind of am building a team right now. And I ended up having people who really like rocked with me. So that's kind of how I got going. Uh, with the group, did you know everybody at the time? Yeah, so me and Zani, which is Ti and Tiny's daughter, we've been best friends since birth. Like, our moms are pregnant together. Um, and then Brianna, we actually met her. Well, we had we had Regine and Lourdes, my little sister, uh, Lourdes and Regine, Wayne's daughters. They were in the group, and then both of them had left, and so then we brought Brie in. But Brie was kind of like the newest piece. We did not know her before the group. Um, but we became really close over the years. It's been like, what? 10 or 11 years now since that. So we kind of been locked in for a little minute. But so, I know everybody. I'm a big believer that you learn from everything. Yeah. Good and bad and different you learn. What did you learn from the girls? Um, how to how to really deal with certain situations. Like a lot of people don't really know how to, in business, how to be considerate of others or what others feel. Like, I think in business, we all kind of, you know, want to move like sharks and be like, okay, I want to do what I want to do. But that really taught me like patience, you know, and kind of like understanding, being able to come to a middle ground with the people that you work with. Um, and also too, like, they really pushed me to be better. I think all of us, we kind of pushed each other to be better and like sharpen our talents and stuff like that. But I think that they definitely taught me patience that was the biggest thing with it what do, what do you think they learned from you um i think they really really learned like just about a work ethic because they'll tell you all the time like even when we wasn't on stage beja was gonna be singing she was gonna be sharpening up on something and i think it kind of inspired them too to be like okay well what you doing over here let me come over here and see what you're doing or see how you're singing are you playing the guitar we're gonna play together you know i just think that it kind of I kind of gave that spark for like, all right, y'all, you know, we're not on stage, we're not in rehearsal, let's get together, let's still work on our craft, let's still make it better and be the best that we can be. Where do you think that drive comes from? Um, I think that's just me as a person. I feel like no matter what I've done, whether it's like an academic thing, whether it's music, whether it's any of my other businesses, I just want to be the best that I can be. Um, and so I just think that's something that I've always, that's a way I've always been since I was a child, you know, so it just kind of bubbled over into like my professional career, but I don't know. I think I just, I just kind of have always been that way. When you, when you guys broke up or, or disbanded yeah. and now you're doing it on your own, mm -hmm. um, it gets back to that idea of, of, uh, who do you turn to then? 
who do you turn to when bad shit happens and when it's not going your way? Like, who, where's your outlet? Um, outside of music, like, obviously, my family, my mom is, like, my rock. Like, that's who I kind of take everything to. Even if I'm like, Mommy, I don't know how I'm going to do this. You know, she kind of always lights that fire up underneath me. Like, you know what? Nah, like, you could do this. It's in you. You got it. And also God, too. Like, I'm really into my faith. And, like, you know, so I really talk to God a lot just about, like, what I'm trying to do or what I want to do. And so those are kind of just the two things that have really helped me. But mom's for sure. She's like that mouthpiece in my ear. Like, no, you got this. Don't stop. You can do it. Like, I know it seems hard, but we got it. Like anything you need, I got you. So definitely like my mom. So, for sure. so I was thinking about this today because I was doing an interview um, uh -huh. and someone about success. And I keep having to remind myself success is a relative yeah. thing. Yeah. Like we all want it now. We all want it big now, mm -hmm. but it's all relative. You know, yeah. if if a song like it, it, it for me, if people are happy with what I'm with what I'm making, yeah, I'm happy. You yeah. know, I'm happy. I gotta. Yeah. I, that's as far as as far as they need to go. I just gotta keep making more people happy. Like, yeah. what's relative to you when it comes to your happiness? Um, really, honestly, I think it's what makes me happy. Like, I've been in the public eye since I was 12, so I went through that phase where I was trying to please people and please fans and be a certain way, and now I'm just at a place where it's like, I don't care. You know, I'm going to do what makes me happy, and hopefully there's people, I think there's going to be people who align with it, and it's also going to be people who don't, but I don't focus too much on the people who don't really align with what truly makes me happy. I've always said within this, like, I'm not going to be doing music or doing anything and I'm not happy. I don't love it. I'm not enjoying it. And if I'm not enjoying it, then I'm not going to do it. So I think I just don't worry about like what people have to say. It's like my happiness is first, whatever makes me happy. That's what I'm going to do. No matter what. If, if, if your fans, let's say you're a half a million fans on Instagram, love the song. Yeah. Is that enough? Um, for me, yeah. Like, I think with me, like, of course, right, as an artist, you want the whole world and people who've never heard of you to be really tuned in to what you have going on. But for me, the, the core following that I have developed, like my fans that I have now, they've carried me this far, you know. And so I think with them, they actually have grown with me. They really, really love me for who I am. They've known about me since they were probably 12 or 13, you know, and they've kind of been with me along the way. So I think for me, it is enough, you know, because it carries me. It's what still pushes me to do it. Even when I have times where I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to do music. Yeah. Like, no one's paying attention. My fans are always like, no, you got this. Like, keep going. Don't stop. Like, you're going to be big. We promise you. Like, we got you. So I think, like, I'm I'm content with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely Yeah, no, I do, I do. So what do you think? What is what if you line up 10 of your fans in a row, what are they all going to say that they have in common? They don't say I think all my fans are going to be like we really can relate to this girl because she's struggled in love like we have. Like, see, a lot of my music is about, like, how to kind of get over, like, heartbreaks and get over. Like, I feel like even if it's not a heartbreak, it's still a heartbreak is a struggle. And I feel like all of us in life, we all struggle in different ways. So maybe you haven't financial struggled. Maybe you haven't struggled financially, but you might have struggled in love or business or friendships or anything like that. So I feel like that's where we kind of all relate. It's like, we all done been through something and we all can be here for each other in a different way. So I think they all would kind of say that. If, if, <laughs> when you, 
When you release music, because I'm always curious about this, mm -hmm. you know, Jealous Type was a big success for you, right? Yes. Um, and uh, and you've got new singles, Lipstick, and, uh, and Next One, right? Yeah, this was after Jealous Type. Correct. Yeah. So how do you decide that those are the singles you want to release? How do you decide, like, and the reason I say that is you just don't know what you have yeah. until you put it out there. Yeah. You don't know how somebody's going to read. You may love it to death, yeah. but it's not that one. But the one that you don't love is the one that everybody else. Right. How do you decide that? Um, You know, for me, I feel like I put out records that probably haven't been my favorite records, but I don't dislike them. Like, oh, I hate this. I wouldn't want anyone to hear it. And I think, too, I try to be really open-minded with my music. You know, I try not to listen to it from, like, this linear perspective of, like, this is what I like and this is, you know, that whole thing. Like, I think I just, I like to put out good music. And I feel like sometimes, like, I have pop records that are out. I have R&B records that are out. I have records that kind of sound more, like, melodic, rap, singing. So I think that I kind of just play with a lot of different sounds and, I, I really just put it out because I don't know what people are going to like. So I'm trying to tackle everybody. Like, I just feel like I make music and, you know, even though I know a lot of artists like, oh, I'm super sensitive about my music. For me, I like to put it out and get it out there so that I can know, like, okay, I got these fans who like this type of music from me. I got these fans who like this type of music from me. And so that's kind of how I gauge it. I don't really like to look at it like, mm, I don't like this song, so it's not coming out. Not like, I have a team I consult with and everything like that. And, and it sounds like you, you listen to the fans. Yeah. You, you, you see what they like and you want to, you want to cater to them and play to for them. Sure. For sure. For sure. Um, uh, does new music inspire you? Yeah, it does actually. I love listening to different artists and just like getting their take on it. See, at first when I used to be like uh, in the process of making projects, I would try to limit the amount of outside music I was listening to just because I didn't want to sound too similar to any yep. of my peers. But I feel like now I'm at the point where I've established a sound for myself. So no matter if I'm working on a project or not, I'm able to like indulge in my peers' music. And I love like just all the females in R&B really. Um, I love like rap music, obviously, but I listen to a lot of R&B, a lot of R&B. Um, and my peers really do inspire me, honestly, like just hearing their take on music and how they get their stories across, whether it's with the lyrics or the production or anything like that. It's just, it, it does inspire me. It's like, okay, boom, like I like how they did that. You know what I mean? I want to do so something. Give, give, give me a name of somebody in the past weeks that you're like, oh, I like how she's doing it. So I can feel it. Okay, so I don't, I wouldn't say that she's a girl actually in the past few weeks and I've been really into this guy's name is Tyus. And so he's he's kind of older, but my best friend, she just came in town. Her name is Brianna, and she put me on to him. And I just love his take on R&B. He kind of gives me like a D'Angelo type of vibe. Yeah. He could really sing. It's like super old school to me. And I'm just like, I'm so inspired by this guy. I love his music. I love his take on R&B, like what he's doing. Um, oh, Tink is another one too. I've been so heavy into Tink's album, her new album. I'm like, this girl is just incredible, like how she's able to really write exactly what she feels and it's witty and it's different. It's like, you know, I want to use some of the lyrics on an Instagram caption type of vibe. Like, so it's, those are the two right now where I'm like, oh my God, I love what they're does doing. It, does it make you jump into the studio and say, I want to record, I want to do something? Does it yes. give you that kind of feeling? 
Yeah, it does. It makes me feel like, ooh, like I'm excited. Like yeah, I want to yeah, create yeah. something, you know, like like I don't know. Like I feel like this, but that's what art is supposed to do, right? It's supposed to like invoke emotion and also it's supposed to inspire us too. Like I feel like each one of these artists that I'm talking about, they've been inspired by another artist as well. You know what I mean? So it's like I love hearing an artist that makes me want to go get in the studio and go work on my craft. And I'm like, ooh, they did that. I like that. Let me go and, you know what I mean? Let me get in my bag and see how I can, you know what I mean? Sharpen my pen and do what I need to do. So it's it's, it's super cool for me. So the, the, the self-made side for me is the idea that the shit that you went through to get there. Yeah. Give me, give me an example. Just give me, like, I'll give you one for me. I had, I lost my house. Wow. I had the IRS sweep my bank account. Like wow. it was, I, I had everybody hate, no one believed, yeah. you know, yeah. it sucked. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I don't care. I got to keep doing That's it. Like fact. what was, well, to me that, that inspires the next guy, yeah. the next girl. Yeah. What was it for you? Like, what do you think for you? Um, for me it was coming fresh out of my group um my parents were in the middle of their divorce and then my group was breaking up and i had no creative team i didn't even have a studio to record in i didn't have a setup i didn't have anybody who i could turn to and say hey i want to make a song could you help me and i literally had to like comb through my phone and go through different contacts i had and even when i was recording and I did Jealous Type, like those guys, uh, Rick and Go Grizz and, and my bro Kyron, they really took a chance on me, you know, like they didn't, none of us knew how it was going to go, be like, alright, we're just going to drop this on SoundCloud just to see and like in two days I had like a million plays and so he's like we gotta put it on, you know, Apple Music and that whole thing, so I think my defining moment where I was like, alright you know what, like this is going to be the inspirational part is coming out of this group and we've just had this amazing platform to kind of be right back down to ground zero and you have to completely rebuild yourself and your team and your whole entire brand and establish who you are but i'm grateful that i had that because it humbled me and it really made me appreciate everything that i have right now it's like i can honestly say like this world this career and everything that i've created for myself i have such an appreciation for it because i really worked hard for it you know so that's kind of how i feel like it was bad yeah, well, you answered my next question, which is, did, did you appreciate what came out of it? Yeah. And it sounds like you did. You did. I did. I, I did. It was, honestly, I think it was like a blessing in disguise. Like, I was looking at it in the moment, and I'm like, it, it, it really almost broke me. I'm like, yo, this is, I don't even know if I want to do music. Yeah. I never imagined doing music without the girls and, you know, that whole thing. So it was like when it was happening in the moment, I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go, but I was just like, you know what? I love this, and I have a passion and drive for it. And even if people don't see it, I see it, you know? And, and I think – I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to give my own definition. Uh, you found out you love what you do. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And that plays such an important role in happiness. Yeah. If you know what the hell – if you realize you really like it, you know, you yeah. really like it. You get joy from it. It 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 gives you that a north star to go after. Exactly, exactly. So who's who's has anybody been there? I mean, give me three people that you want to shout out that's been there for you. Um. Okay. For sure, I want to say my bro Damar. He's been absolutely amazing to me. 
already gave my mom them a shout out so i can't say her i would say kyron he's like my engineer and he's also like i write with him he has just he showed me how to structure a song and then i'm gonna say my manager Ahmad. um he actually kind of just came into the fold probably like a year two years ago but he really believes in me and he's really just like pushed me forward so those three guys right there i don't know what i would do without them like they all just really be like baby we love you we believe in you let's go whatever you need whatever we gotta do like let's do that you know they really like my brothers my family for real what's next so what's next is an album um a tour for sure i'm gearing up for another single and visual to drop and really just more really more music for the fans um we got a lot of other little things coming that i kind of can't talk about but the most important thing is like the album the tour and the next single yeah you feel good about where you are right now i do i'm very hopeful and optimistic about where i am right now and i just feel like it's only gonna get bigger and progress from here so i'm really excited and i just feel so grateful and blessed to be where i am now so the hardest question I can ask, what did you think of our Atlanta space? Oh, I, I'm not going to lie. I loved it. I loved all the different sets. First off, when I did, like, the videos and I was making the drinks, that was, like, my favorite part. I'm not going to lie. I got <laughs> to take home really good treats. My family killed the Bel Air look. That oh, was my it. favorite. But, yeah, my family killed the Bel Air looks at my show and at home. I'm like, I should have got a whole case full of this if I knew y'all was going to just drink it up like this. But, um... I love the space. We took so many pictures, and it was just amazing. I'm like, I want to come up here and do something. We got it. Well, the studio, the studio will be done in May. Yeah. Uh, the recording studio, the video production area will be done in awesome. May. So take advantage of us. For That's sure. all I can ask. For sure. You got to take advantage of us in any way you can. Listen, I appreciate you guys so, so much uh, just for everything so far, all the love and all the support. It really means a lot to me. Uh, I thank I love listening to your story. Uh, you. I see lots of uh, similarities in the sense of just finding, yeah. you know, finding happiness and, and persevering and getting through. I wish you all the success. Anything Thank we can you. do for you, please ask us. Please just reach out and ask us. And for uh, sure. when, as I tell everybody, when good things happen, you got to go harder. All right? Absolutely. Thank you so Thank much. You. Have a great one. All right. Thank you, you everybody. Okay. Bye. Thank bye. you.